Hi, and thanks for joining me, Andrew Overman, on the Estate Agents Podcast. And uh, today, it's a little bit different, guys. We're all back together again here in Birmingham. Luke, Stephen, good afternoon. Afternoon. Good uh, to see your beautiful face, Andy. Fantastic. Yeah. It's a picture. And There's a reason why we do this by podcast and not YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before we go any further, Luke, huge yeah. congratulations to yourself and Stacey. Thank you very on much. On the safe arrival of baby Oliver. Jack yeah. is now a big brother. He is. Mum and baby well. Doing very well. Doing very well. So Fantastic. Today, uh, folks, we are joined. You come away to get some sleep already. I know. I've managed to get a pass out, but we have also done something else. We've managed it. What's that? Getting Sean Adams on the podcast. Sean Adams, welcome (laughs) to the EA podcast. I'm privileged. Sean, huge um, admirer of of yours, and we've said it on previous episodes, and um, personally. Uh, value your friendship you're always there at the end of the phone to uh, to offer help and advice um i think there are various things that we'd like to to talk to you about i think the first one would have to be implementation is he really mr implementer he is the original implementer and guys we're not when we say implement we meet together in these mastermind sessions um i've got a two-hour drive home and I've literally got WhatsApp messages pinging off every 30 minutes saying, done, scheduled, this is where I'm going. And literally everything's implemented. Sean, why is it so important to implement? I think for me, it's just easy. It's my nature. Um, and as I implemented, I think when we all first started to meet, and then I was teased about it, I thought, well, I better always do it. So um, not only do I find it easy, but... Um, it's competitive as well so but it makes sense though i think it's like when you're at school if you're given homework get it done straight away while it's fresh in your mind and and then move on move on no. so for those that don't know sean sean uh, has a now three office three office firm yeah um in east preston that's right um called cooper adams and um let's just talk very quickly if we may um on that stephen well, I just want to add something because what was interesting was a lot of people talked last year about being a challenging market and Sean went from one branch to three branches. Um, so yeah. for some of our listeners, it'd be interesting for them to understand um, what made you decide to um, do that. Okay, good question. Um, so widening the clock back a bit, um, I met these guys a few years ago and um, and with their help and assistance um, started to improve what I did, um, which brought more uh, revenue, more business back into, into the business. And um, whereas years ago I thought I'd never expand, I thought we're now ready to. Um, another office came up, um, which, which I went for. It took a year to go through. And in the meantime another one came up as well which I said no to to start with um, and I thought in for a penny in for a pound so yeah um, just over a year ago went from one to three which was a bit of a nightmare but um, it's now sort of easier um, so that's that's yeah that's how I did it looking um, back do you regret it at all not at all no not at all not one bit best, no. best thing you did for the yeah. business and for your own personal definitely yeah it's been hard it's been um, been a bit of a strain at times but um but definitely definitely better what have been your biggest challenges then going from one to three offices 
Um, it's been a steep learning curve. I've made mistakes along the way. Um, it's been taking on a lot of staff with maybe not the cash flow to support all the staff coming in. Um, and a lot of training of the staff because if they've been experienced with another agent um, and my ways are completely different, so it's just making sure that they're, we're all singing from the same hymn sheet, really. So, so what training do you do? Not really. I, I need to um, concentrate more on training. So, but I speak to people every day. Um, people rang me on the way here today. So we're up in Birmingham today, um, and they rang me to get my take on offers that have come in today. On how can they um, try and get get the offer a little bit higher, and what my thoughts are on it. So I'm really hands on with with the team. Um, and I've been speaking to people this week about doing some role playing at the end of the week. Um, I've also had an absolutely brilliant person come and do training regularly, which is you, Stephen, uh, for the team. So a big pat on the back for you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're the, the main things. So um, <clears throat> I've seen or watched your journey over the past couple of years since we've started to get to know each other. And I've seen that you're quite heavily into personal development. What kind of lengths have you gone to in order to learn and grow as an individual, which you've then been able to pass on to the business? Um, so personal development, yeah, that is one of the biggest things that's changed me and my business. Um, before that, I was a normal estate agent with um, just doing the normal things. But now I look at, all other agents, better agents than me, better agents like you guys, better agents in Australia, in America. And I look at them on YouTube, on Facebook. I try and read more books and I try and take what ideas I can from them and how can that be implemented in my business. And then I would talk to my team about it and how can we go forward on that. Some things fall by the wayside, some things we try, they don't really get anywhere. Um, because I can't keep on adding new ideas all the time to the team, because in the end they <laughs> wouldn't have any time. I bet the team um, love you every time you come away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm um, sure, and with some more ideas. Yeah, exactly. How do you get that team buy-in? Because, I mean, you are, you know, phenomenal with the implementation. You take something away from every conversation. I, certainly from a from my perspective, you're an inspiration to me. Um, how How do you as a business owner get that, buy-in from your staff because I think that's one of my biggest challenges um, in, in my day-to-day -day job. How, how do you get that yeah. buy-in? I don't really analyse it in a way that I just really talk to them, um, ask their opinion. I don't know if if, if I'm too pushy maybe, um, but the team, they all, they are, they're all quite open-minded, give it a go. Some, some are obviously take a bit longer than others to take it up, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know how I'd get the buy-in, really. I also wouldn't ask them to do something I wouldn't be prepared to do myself. Really. So you're very hands-on as, as an MD, as, a, as an owner of a business. You're, yeah. you're very hands-on. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, they, they may say, oh, he needs to do more of this or more of that. You know, I don't know. But, um, yeah. So yeah. for and those... about being passionate as well. If it, because sometimes when you have an idea or hear something, you have to sell it to your partner if but you can only sell it if you believe in it and not your partner your your team or even your partner yeah you know 
So for those that don't know, um, Sean, your firm is is Cooper Adams. It's www.cooper-adams.com. Recently won a a bronze award with the help of Alex Evans at Estate Apps, who built the website. Um, The average fee in your area is around one? Uh, Yeah, probably one, 0.75 to 1%. And you are regularly achieving... Well, our fees, um, the, the, some are flexi fees, um, some are, it's a range really between probably one and a quarter to two and a half percent. Okay. And just for our listeners, explain the flexi fee scenario. So flexi fees, uh, fees not fleas, <laughs> that, 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 that we use more and more, um, is the, the homeowner chooses the fee. They choose that fee on exchange of contracts. So if there's a flexi fee between 1.5 to 2.5%, on exchange of contracts, according to how well the homeowner thinks we've performed in our service, in the price that we've achieved, how comfortable they are, they choose that fee. Okay, and how many of those pay 2.5%? It's quite early days on it. Okay. So um, I haven't really got any big stats at the moment on it. So um, it's quite an interesting um, thing, and I, I have heard of it going on in other parts of the world, but not in in England or mm. in the UK. So how does that conversation go? So let's do maybe a little bit of role play now. To, so I'll be your vendor. And Andy can be the vendor, and you're now ringing the vendor. You've exchanged contracts. How does that conversation go to determine the fee? Right, okay. Um, hi, Andy. Great news. Um, I don't know if your solicitor's wrong yet, but we just exchanged contracts. That's brilliant. Yes, yeah, um, moving next Friday. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely brilliant. Really excited for you. Um, I don't know how you feel that um, things have gone, but for us, you know, there's been a few ups and downs, but we've got to the right result. Yeah, and I think uh, some of those are, um, you know, most of those are outside of your control. Obviously, um, uh, I, I was a little bit frustrated that it took 12 weeks to get the uh, the transaction through, but um, yeah, the marketing and, 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 and the price that you achieved, I think that, that was great. Good, okay. I know at the time when we came around to see you and we spoke about the flexi fee, mm-hmm. um, and we said between 1.5 and 2.5, based on the price that we've achieved for you, we got £8,000 more than the asking price. Yes, yeah. Uh, based on the service that you've had from the team on um, how things have gone, what fee would you like to pay? I think uh, probably down the middle. Okay. Say, probably 2% would be fair. What, what do you think about that? That's fine. I'm, I'm happy with that. Okay, brilliant. And I guess, I mean, look, for me, and, and that was just a quick role yeah. play between the two of us, but for me, I was naturally, you know, if, if the guys delivered a good service, I wasn't going to mug him off by going cheap and, and, and trying to get it for 1.5%. And actually, before we started speaking then, my concern was that that's what everybody would do. They just mm. want the cheapest fee. But when you're in that dialogue and in that moment and you've explained it in the way that you have and obviously you'd have a wider conversation, I think, to be honest with you, I'd be more drawn to go down the middle. Yeah, because you seem to go down the path that isn't going to get the resistance. Yeah, and also, yeah, path of least resistance, um, yeah. And you're, you're going to be seen to be fair, aren't you? That's a fair, yeah. that's a fair summary. I think that what it does is it focuses your mind on everybody having to give superb service throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yes, I understand the circumstances are out of your control. But I think if you offer the flexi fee, and it could be one and a half percent, it could be two, it could be two and a half. I think the vendors who are who are only want to are looking cheap, they will pay you for one and a half. I think the, the um, typically British person will pay in the middle, um, and I think there will be cases where because you give an exceptional service, you've got an exceptional price, you will get two and a half percent. And again, it boils down to the marginal gains, you know, and if you're getting, I don't know how many transactions you do over a year, but whatever that number is, if you can get an extra 10 sales at an extra 0.5% to 1%, it's going to make a big, big difference. Yeah. So again, it's another way of keeping your um, fee levels higher in a challenging market where you're going to see fewer transactions. I think, yeah. I mean, you put me on the spot there with it, and I think... You know, in hindsight, I'd probably plan out more about the conversation before I picked up the phone to you. And the specifics of, of that exactly transaction. What, exactly yeah. what happened, the ins and outs of it. Um, but I think that it gives the homeowner more control because on the one hand, as it's a percentage fee, that's based on the selling price. Yeah. So they know that we're going to work really hard for them to get their highest we can. Now, an agent might think, well, if we get them another five grand, it might only be another... Fifty pounds commission, yeah, based on percentage. But then, as well as that, if it's on a sliding scale, as far as how well they think we performed, and our viewings, and our feedback, and how how many times we wowed them during their journey of, of between the, the the market appraisal to exchange of contracts, then at the time of us speaking to them initially, I think as they've got much more power, because at the end of the day, well. One, if we don't get them a great price to sell it, the fee zero, we don't get paid a penny. Sure. If we do sell it, then it's going to be paid on a percentage basis. And then at the end, on exchange of contracts, then they then choose that percentage. So, so your your marketing is fantastic. Um, and you're a, a great believer in not rushing a property to the market, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. Um, and you do the elevated, I think you were the yeah, first in yeah. the group to do the, the elevated pole photography. Um, what makes Cooper Adams difference? Because you've, you've got strong established competition in your area. And I think it's probably fair to say you've you've ruffled feathers um, since since opening. What What's your USP? What's your point of difference? Why, why would somebody pay Cooper Adams 2% when... Uh, your competitors down the road would do it at, at three quarters of a percent. What you, you mentioned, wowing them at every stage of the journey. So, what what does your Cooper Adams package look like in terms of wow versus that of your okay. competitors? Well, for us, it's about um, presentation of the property. So, um, more and more agents yeah, they're doing specialised photography, that sort of thing. But um, the way it's presented, the wordings that's used. Will, will boost your click-through rate. If you, um, the more interest you've got on that property, the more viewings, the more offers, the more you can pick and choose the best offer. And as you're looking at your right move statistics, your click-through rate is that... We're normally yeah, considerably upper, higher. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. in my area, I'm about 30% higher than my nearest competitor. And I think that's all all down to presentation. Definitely. And the right move, the teaser text that you put on right move, you know, for our listeners... It, it really frustrates me, and I don't know how you feel about it in your business, and, and obviously you're travelling the country, Stephen. Um, 
you know when you see a property on right move and it says it simply says a four bedroom detached house in a cul-de-sac well anybody can write that and put that yeah. on right move and it's 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 not likely to get the best clicks is it no you, again people are scrolling through generally on mobile now aren't they and yeah they're scrolling through at a reasonably fast speed yeah uh, obviously the older generation aren't and it's proven not not being ages but they do scroll at a slower rate i don't know let's ask Stephen. yeah let's ask Stephen. <laughs> um but you've just got those few precious seconds and again it's about you see it so many times the the wrong photos photos with, that haven't been enhanced photographs without blue skies yeah um and i know your photography sean is pretty outstanding and i'd Thank probably you. argue it's at a higher level than what you get a professional photographer because you know it's all very well getting a photographer to come in and take property photographs but you've got to have an eye for taking property photographs you've been trained yes yeah yeah so you know there's uh there's a message there training. Um, you talked about training yeah. earlier you know and bearing in mind you're presenting the vendor's biggest tax-free asset and you want to make sure it's being marketed to the widest possible audience let, can I share a story? I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, that's fine. Let, let me let me share a story. So you're going to anyway. I'm going to anyway. Yeah, right, going to anyway. yeah. <laughs> whether you like it or not, sorry, you're going to hear this story yeah. from me. So a property was on the market for two hundred thousand. Um, didn't have any viewings for ten weeks. Um, an investor saw this property, and he phoned up a, an agent who he um, lets his properties through. And he says, I've seen this property, it's been on right move, it's been on there for 10 weeks, um, I can't understand why it hasn't sold, would you go along and would you see it for me? Yeah, of course, went along and the agent said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And the agent said, offer 180. And they offered 180 and it got accepted. And the reason why no one has seen it is because the description on right move and the pictures were so proud, badly presented and dark, no one would go and see it. Yeah. So he would have been happy, the investor would have been happy to pay £200,000. So because of it, that cost that vendor £20,000 plus more, because it's the biggest tax-free asset, because the photos and the um, description were shocking. Mm. But that was, we were talking about that earlier, weren't we? Um, where... I feel it's part of our job as agents to help educate customers on the benefits of having better quality photographs, showing the difference of the photographs and, and potentially showing the difference that it's going to make where with a combination of all your different marketing techniques and what that end result is. I know, and Andy, you're very uh, passionate and researched about your statistics and what you can achieve for the vendor. Sean, you're the same from some of the marketing that, that I've seen where you can demonstrate that through selling your home through Cooper Adams, you will put more money in that vendor's pocket than your nearest competitor or biggest competitor. Yeah, I mean, that that's so, so important. But, but going back to photos, not only good quality photos, but refresh the photos. Yeah. So if you've t if any agent in the UK has got a photo of uh, a sitting room with a Christmas tree in now, that needs to be gone. They need to change yeah. it. They yeah. need to go back this but week and but change even, it. Uh, we noticed it this morning in our one of our morning meetings. We said, look, any photos, exterior photos that were taken in December. December was quite a dark month in terms of light levels. January isn't much better, but it's still better. So you've, as much as enhancement can help, 
get back out and take those front photographs. Definitely. Take them at different angles. The homeowners like it as well because yeah. you're caring. You're not a lazy agent. Yeah. Uh, as, as well as, so if there's a photo with daffodils in it, as soon as daffodils are gone, retake the yeah. photos. It's, it's easy to do. Swap the photos around. Yeah. So if somebody's scrolling through, they don't like the look of the front, and next week there's a photo of the kitchen, and the the um, the, the wife says, "Oh, look at that kitchen." They yeah. might they might clog well, your eyes. Get it. used to looking at the same thing. Definitely you change it, and then it gets that attention again, yeah. doesn't it? The first line on your description for your website or your newspaper article or whatever that should be the headline grabber. Yeah. It shouldn't start with "ex agents are proud to present." To present. Mm. Right? It shouldn't say a four-bedroom, semi-detached house. You know, it should yeah. be talking about that they've got an extended well, that's got granny to draw, kitchen that's got to draw you in, with granite it? worktops or whatever, whatever, yeah. yeah, to draw you in to click it. Yeah. Because I had some training recently that says that that teaser text on Rightmove, that, that headline grabbing, you know, attention grabbing headline, sorry, um, is better as a rhetorical question. Yeah. And the thinking was that, you know, Will the cul-de-sac position or the high-glass contrasting kitchen um, entice you towards this fantastic three-bedroom detached bungalow? But when you're asking the rhetorical question, it's asking a question and people stop and think about it. And it's that moment of curiosity, isn't it? Curiosity Mm. that will then drive the traffic through. So there's another tip, listeners. Um, Ask ask a rhetorical question. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So what does your marketing plan look like? Do you... If a property sat on the market, let's let's face it, you know, we don't get it right 100% of the time. We're not infallible. No, we it's can, not a perfect world. No, no. And, um, you know, we can set a guide price, but the, the market changes. If that property is still on the market four weeks down the line, you've had your weekly vendor care call. We do ours on a Monday. I don't know about yourself and, and your team, Sean. But um, do you have a face-to-face? Yeah. Yeah, so that's normally done three to four weeks after initial instruction if it's not sold. Okay. And we'd re- reassess it because at the time of the appraisal, they could have um, no competing properties. Mm-hmm. So it's agreed to put it on for X pounds and then the week afterwards, five others come on the market. Yeah. So that so prices just change all the time. So we'd have to have another meeting with them and wh- discuss. Things. Why would you do that face to face? And you're a firm believer in face to face, aren't Definitely, you? Yeah. Um, why face to face and not over the telephone? Because if 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 it's a couple that's selling the property, you can speak to them both. Mm-hmm. It's body language. You you can show them comparables again. So it could be like another appraisal, really, of talking through what's happening, what needs to change, and the photos are going to be refreshed if somebody has in your team hasn't seen the property they need to come out and see it okay you know? and talking about your, your, your marketing package one of the things that um, myself Stephen and, and Luke have spoken about recently is we've noticed your team and I don't know whether your team listens to the podcast but if they do fantastic they're getting out there and they're getting video content out there um, how, how did they feel about that introduction and uh, when are we going to see sean adams make a cameo well i have done some but uh, i need to do, <laughs> I need to do some more um yeah so um see, we're going to hold you accountable we will be holding and, when, yeah, we, and when will they be implemented by yeah. and it's on tape okay i'm going back to when we were in australia yeah um yeah, so as, as we all know and as we've all heard... I mean, is it in a tape? No, <laughs> unfortunately not. No, no. Um, 
video. So what's what's the phrase? Eighty percent of what's seen on the internet in the next two years is going to be. I think that's gone up. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I think it's about 85, 90%. 85, 90%. According so, to Cisco, and I okay. think they're pretty reliable. So, yeah, so we, my team are encouraged to do video all the time. There's some of them that are reluctant, but they're gradually coming over to it. Our video, it needs improving. Our video is still really sort of chapter one compared to Luke's say, chapter yeah, 10. Don't, don't compare your <laughs> chapter one to Luke's chapter 10. Um, he, he is the original digital mayor. He is, yeah. He's been trained by the best, Chris Watkins. Yes. Um, but, yeah, but video, um, it, it, I think if people, rather than reading something, if, if the video pops up, it's just easy, isn't it? So anyone that's thinking of starting their video, what uh, journey, so what videos are your team doing at the minute? Okay. So they're encouraged to do um, newly listed in, in this area. So they would do so they video. Go, go outside the property, do, do a video the outside the property. Yep. Um, this one's coming on the market. Um, and how long will they generally have those videos recording for? How less than a minute. Less than a minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the, your reasoning? Tension span. Otherwise, it gets too boring. I think. Yeah. Fair yeah. I'm a goldfish. I've, I've got the, yeah. one of the shortest attention spans ever. So that's uh, great because we're on 25 minutes so far. <laughs> yeah, you've done well. <laughs> you have done well. You are starting to nod off. But... <laughs> got the shakes. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We're in Birmingham. There's no pint, Sean. So <laughs> we've got. New instructions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, sale agreed. So we yeah. just sold one in this road um, or, or agreed to sale on it. If anyone else is thinking about selling, yeah, give so us a ring. I thought I saw those and I thought they were quite quite good and they they come across as being genuine and and um, I think some of the best ones are where they're not perfectly scripted, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're yeah, wobbly. Yeah. 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 Hair's a bit messy. Well, it's a bit windswept and... Are you lucky you've got something? <laughs> yeah, and, and things. So, so on that, then we need to now hold Sean accountable for his first new instruction video. Yeah, first his first sold. sold and his first market update. Market update. Yeah, or or will market update or community related video? We'll give you the. Um, okay. Oh, let's go for four. Well, yeah, yeah. Market please, update please. and community. What in the next seven days? <laughs> <laughs> no, by tomorrow. <laughs> you, you are, you are he wants a WhatsApp video on the train journey home. Yeah, yeah but so, I've, got, I've got more of a face for radio, really. That's why I do the podcast. <laughs> yes. right, okay. But even Andy gets out on video. Yeah. Well, every, strangely, every year. <laughs> so when, when when can we report back to our listeners that Sean Adams has done each of those four types of videos, and also to, to, we're going to report this back to the whole of the Cooper Adams team. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start that this week. Okay. This week. This and you'll week. finish it by the end of January? Kickstart 2019? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you, you have it, it folks. Here. You heard it here first. Um, Sean, thank you for joining. It's been a pleasure. Ourselves. I've just got one last question. As many business owners will be in a similar position to Sean, and I'm sure it's difficult to, to juggle your day, uh, but also keep topping up that knowledge. So what are the three top uh, resources that you look at in order to help grow your team, your personal development? What are you looking at? Because it doesn't have to cost money, does it? We don't no, have to no, go out no, spending no. a fortune. So what what are the three things that Sean Adams regularly listens to, watches, reads? Um, what what okay. could you advise? So Facebook. Facebook, there are so many groups. Um, so Perry Power's got a brilliant group. Um, what's the 
John Paul, John Paul's John Paul, here. yeah. And Stephen Brown, Stephen Brown's Chris Watkins, state, uh, landlord farming, landlord estate farming. agent specialist, Stephen Brown. That's one that oh, I found. Oh, has he got one? Yeah, he's yeah. got a couple, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Those groups, so uh, Facebook uh, groups, yeah. yeah. YouTube uh, YouTube channels and... Um, so what, what channels on YouTube? Tom Ferry. Yeah. Tom Panos, Million Dollar Agent. Yeah. Um, yep, so that's podcasts as well. Um, Any particular podcasts? Not fishing. Well, this one. <laughs> yeah. This one is... Oh, it, it's, it's, is it, it's the best in the UK. Thank you. We're very humbled. Bear in mind, we've only got one more competitor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's, there's only two, isn't there? Yeah. No, there's only one because the other one's letting, isn't letting it? Letting so, and What's the phrase for if you're second? Second is the first place of a loser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Sean, thank you so much for joining us. It's taken us a few months to get you on the um, podcast. Your journey has been a really, really interesting one to watch and be a part of. Um, I, uh, I sincerely thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you.